0: Welcome to the next episode of Keeping of, oh, like, <laughs> no, 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 leave it I, in, I, 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 keep going. I mess keep like, messing up. This uh, what so happens it, when you do too many this podcasts. This is what happens when you do too many podcasts, and you, and you host a lot of them. Uh, serving up some comics with the Waffle Press. Uh, how you doing? With my co-host, Gene Aversa. <laughs> I'm doing so. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you do too many, too oh, many podcasts. Man. It's like guys. you have uh, two wives. I have so many lives, that's the No, problem. you
1: have two wives, like you have uh, two, <laughs> two Yeah, no, that's why yeah, I, have I'm sorry, I refer to wife. both
0: of them as babe. Uh, so <laughs> mix them up. Um, how you doing, Gene?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, how, how'd you like DC fandom? That was uh, that was fun to watch. Um, it was nice to uh, have that return this year, even though I guess Comic Con's back. But um, everything, the trailers and um, all the behind the scenes stuff was pretty interesting. I yeah. yeah, I wasn't as excited for everything, but the things that were ex- was excited about look pretty neat, and they're going to keep me. Uh, Keep you it, satisfied. It the was a lot year. of.
0: It was, it was. It was. a long four hours. It was a yeah. long four hours. I. I know that because I got. I started watching it at ten o'clock right when it started.
1: Right.
0: And I have to admit, Black Adam. Great way to start it off. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a whole lot of footage from it, but having the Rock with Pierce Brosnan and everybody else kind of introduce it and everything else, I thought that was really, really sick. Yeah. I would have loved to see Doctor Fate, like. Actually, to see what he's gonna look like. Right. Just because Dr. Fate is such an interesting character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Brosnan is a great actor. I already know he's gonna do he's gonna kill it as Dr. Fate. Yeah. But I'm I, I just wanna see what Doctor Fate looks like. Just a helmet. Wanna
1: I wanna see, see the hel- helmet. Because
0: they've done Dr. Fate in a couple of TV shows. Yeah. And stuff Smallville. Like Smallville, they did Doctor Fate, but that looks super Legends. cheesy. Legends? Legends, they haven't they've, they've Stargirl? shown. Stargirl and Legends have only shown the helmet of fate. They've never really like... Done Dr. Fit. Interesting. You know? So, and I feel like the reason why you don't want to do Dr. Fate is because once you start introducing Dr. Fate, you just open up a can of worms. Right. You know, you have Dr. Fate, which leads to his tower, that leads into the gods of Nobu, and, like, he leads into, like, the whole sorcerer, because he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah,
1: like, he's basically universe. that for DC.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the, the fact that he's, like, a god and everything like that, in inhabiting a human body and stuff like that, I feel like nobody ever wants to touch it. It's always a really cool thing to kind of just, like... And the, and the Helmet of Fate is there, and everything like that, I just kind of have it there. Yeah. But to actually see it live, and to see... Because the, the helmet could look cheesy. The helmet yeah, it could. could
1: dumb. Yeah, you're really concerned about this helmet. <laughs> the,
0: no, because you know why? Because people always do the helmet too big,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff like that, and like that's the, that, that's where it like it gets real weird. Yeah. And everything like that, because I really do want to get that whole thing of Doctor Fate not only, do you, not only does Doctor Fate choose you, but now you're kind of enslaved by Doctor Fate. Like,
1: right? Yeah, it's like a symbiote.
0: Yeah, very much so. But like about. with less. Like, at least with the symbiote, you're, you know, both of you are kind of aware of what's going on. And, you know, you can kind of influence the symbiote on what you're doing. Whereas Dr. Fate just kind of goes like, well, I'm a god. I can do whatever the hell I want. Right. And, <laughs> and I think they do that really well in Young Justice. Young Justice, they really do. Haven't watched the like, new season, but. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen the first two episodes yet. I was actually going to do that today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what was it, in ever since, like, season one, they've had this thing of, like, Dr. Fate's helmet has been kind of like the nuke. It's right. the thing that we don't want to touch. It's the thing that will get us out of situations. But we know whoever dons the helmet of fate is gone. We we don't have them anymore. Yeah. And everything like that. And I know they've even like in Young Justice they even did like this whole thing of like Nobu and Zatanna's dad have made an arrangement where one day out of the year he'll take he can take off the helmet of fate mm-hmm. and he can spend a day with his daughter. But once it hits midnight he has to redon the helmet of fate. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's that's some dark stuff. Yeah, Young I,
1: Justice got into some dark places.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. super dark but I think that I'm really hoping especially with a big name like Pierce Brosnan I'm hoping like One later on bonds. We can, Yeah, we have a past yeah. bond. Uh, I really hope that future down the line uh, Brosnan will stay Doctor Fate and like even in because this is supposed to be because what it looks like from Black Adam mm-hmm. is very much that Black Adam is... In modern day, and he's retelling how he was locked up. Right, and it has like flashbacks. I feel like it's one of those things of like he's a hero. Like everybody thinks that he's a hero, and then all of a sudden he like starts going further and further. And he's further. going rogue, yeah. yeah. And he starts going more and more rogue, and then they kind of go like, "Oh my God, we unleashed a supervillain onto the world. Mm-hmm. What do we do?" And I think that's going to be really sick. And I think Dwayne the Rock, I think Dwayne's going to do a great job. Mm-hmm. And everything else, uh, Hawkman and Hawkgirl are going to be in it. You also have... A lot of people. There's a lot of heroes in this movie.
1: Yeah, uh, I think Adam Smasher.
0: Adam Smasher is also going to be in this Yeah, year. And Adam Smasher is, once again, another deep cut.
1: That's a deep cut.
0: Yeah, it's a deep cut. I mean, you have Hawkman and Hawkgirl who, you know, they've shown up in Legends, and they were okay. They were only really there for Yeah, they were
1: just season. for a season, right?
0: Yeah, like, they were supposed to, like, branch... They were supposed to do more things with them, but, like, fans didn't like them. <laughs>
1: I would imagine too. They're expensive.
0: They are relatively. I, I think like you already have expensive
1: powers right there.
0: Yeah, I know. Just like the wings in itself are an expensive. Power. <laughs> I mean, that's the one reason why. Like, uh, what was it? I think they haven't done a Green Lantern movie or like a Green Lantern TV show yeah. or anything like that. Like, um, really doing Green Lantern inside of a get, star. Getting a
1: little sidetrack, but did uh, John Diggle like? Did they ever like Green Lantern? Yeah, but did they? ever... He's a Green Lantern. He's yeah, a, He's a Green When did that happen?
0: Uh, the end of Arrow.
1: Okay, but like final episode. Have of they Arrow. brought him back?
0: They brought him back, and they brought him back in the in like one of the latest uh, in the last season of Flash. Okay. Nico comes back, and he has voices in his head that are telling him that he has like a duty that he needs to go do, and then it's like, and uh, it, he keeps on saying like, oh yeah, like I've been struggling with what exactly I should do next, and at the end of the episode, it's like, i you probably won't see me for a while. Like, I'm gonna... Like, until,
1: uh, we, until we get the okay by DC. <laughs> well,
0: I, I think that, also, like, it implies, like, he has to go off-world, and he has to go train, and he has to become a, the actual Green Lantern of Earth, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Um, Stargirl introduced a Green Lantern. They actually introduced the female, a female Green Lantern.
1: Jessica Cruz? Uh,
0: not Jessica Cruz. It is the daughter of... Uh, oh, Jane? Uh... uh of yeah, Alan Scott, and, yeah. Of Alan Scott, so that's kind of interesting. I I know that Alan Scott is gay in the comics, which is kind of yeah. interesting because in this one he has a he has an entire family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in it, which are, in this one they they're kind of breaking the rules on the Green Lantern. Well, it's weird because Alan Scott doesn't have Oa. He doesn't have to go to Oa.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's he powered has, by a magic.
0: Yeah, by a magic ring. Yeah, kind of does the same thing as the Green yeah. Lantern ring. I
1: think it's like a. I forgot how it's related. It's like a prototype for it or, or something. Something, it's, yeah.
0: something along those lines. But essentially, she is now the embodiment of the, like she controls the, the lantern ring mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like she she is the power battery. But that's totally off topic. Uh, that's that's way off topic. But I I have to admit that was a really cool one. Uh, the Flash uh, was really cool, kind of uh, with My- Michael Keaton kind of going That's right.
1: Training. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. The yeah. Flash trailer was Flash trailer amazing. Was really
0: really cool. Michael Keaton I guess decorating. It's a teaser, yeah. Yeah, it's a teaser and I thought it was so interesting because I I think it's kind of interesting uh, cuz they there's an opportunity here and I think they're taking it that they're going to make Joss Whedon's uh Fla- Justice League mm-hmm. and Zack Snyder's Justice League both canon. Mm. Because inside of the Flash trailer you see both you see both the. the our, our Barry Allen, and then we also see a past Barry Allen. Right. Where he has longer hair, and it looks like he's like closer to the Justice League.
1: How and, he looked uh, in,
0: in. In Justice League. Okay. It, cause he's, the original. It, cause, yeah, because he's yeah. standing directly behind him, and he's, sitting, he's standing right next to their new version of the Supergirl. Hmm, okay. And stuff like that. And I think that's kind of interesting because you can kind of do like a flashpoint paradox thing where it's like, oh, when I went back, both of them were real. Like the Yeah. Combined both universes and well, now we can kinda of pick and choose what we liked.
1: Yeah, that, that movie is gonna be very interesting in in terms of retconning and uh the continuity of uh, DC the D C universe because right, right. it's all I would say out of whack because of certain casting. Right. Um where Robert Pattinson is the Earth Two Batman, which is that's what it was called.
0: Yeah, technically, yes. And
1: um. Earth-2. Henry Cavill, there's no Superman, basically.
0: Not anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he said that he was up to be Superman. He's up, but... He's know. up for it, but like, but like it's, there's no word It's, it's
1: that It's a very interesting place because in terms of uh, what are they going to do when some actors retire, they don't want to do it anymore, like Affleck. And uh, what you saw in Marvel, they're just going to pass the torch. And for DC, I think these characters... Are certain certain ones? I think they're less legacy, mm. where Superman has a son, but it's in the comics, and you could. But I think it's it's more just recasting. So I think it's probably original Bond than. Yeah,
0: I recasting. I actually wouldn't mind the the legacy thing because I've always I've always enjoyed the the passing of a torch from one hero to another. Yeah, because I mean, even Green Lantern, the whole Alan Scott thing, and everything right? Like that you know, because there was a story of Alan Scott. And then when, you know, how Jordan became Green Lantern, you know, they did communicate and, like, they didn't have the same, they didn't have exactly the same powers. But of course. They both, but in the comics when they both met, there was a connection. There was, like, a mentor-mentee. Right. Uh, relationship, along with, like, also Barry Allen with, uh, what was it? with any of his, you know, Any speedsters. of the Flashes, yeah. Any of the other Flashes, uh, including, like, Wally West or, you know... Bart, Bart
1: uh, Allen. Yeah, Bart
0: Allen or any of these the other... The other
1: Bart Allen.
0: Yeah, any of these other speedsters and stuff yeah. like that. Even Green Arrow with, like, uh, what was it, with uh, Roy Harper and everything else. And I think that's kind of cool. I That's another character which I'm kind of hoping they bring into the DCEU. Personal? Uh, no, I want, I want an Oliver Queen.
1: Oh, Oliver, yeah, that'd be interesting because... Arrow's over. I think there's been enough time. That I mean, even it's, if there wasn't, it's been like two to three years. Yeah, people get that. Okay, this is the movie Green Arrow, and this is the TV. So yeah, I'd, I'd want to see that. And then you have also Black Canary, who uh, mm-hmm. just love that character too from yeah. Birds of Prey.
0: Black Canary is a solid character. I think that you can do a lot with her. Uh, yeah, she was already in Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. so you can you can kind of mismatch. You can start like putting these characters together and kind of like showing, oh yeah. Uh, Yes, we, we do have a TV show version, but I feel like DC's kind of pushing away from that separation. Because, you know, there is a Superman TV show now. There's yeah. also a Superman on, on, in the movies. There's right. a Supergirl TV show, Supergirl, that's going to be coming inside of the movies and everything like that. Even though Supergirl is ending. Yeah. This is its last season, which was also nice to see during fandom. They had the, kind of like a nice little goodbye.
1: Yeah, it's been on for like six years. It's uh, interesting. I actually would have
0: liked to have seen that with the Arrow cast mm-hmm. because they didn't do that. Yeah, last they kind of
1: short. They kind of got short sighted. Even don't. though
0: they were the the beginning of yeah. this of, of the of what's, the
1: universe. Yeah, what's left? Just the Flash show in Legends?
0: No, they got Flash, Batwoman, Batwoman um, right. Legends technically Star Girl takes place inside of Earth too. Mm. So I mean they 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 do have a couple of things, okay. they have a couple of things. But besides that, we got our first look at the Reverse Flash and it looks like it's the uh, it's when Reverse Flash kills Barry's mother, Nora Allen. Mm-hmm. Um you it we what it does look like is also we get a little bit of early Flash mm-hmm. of him making like his DI, his first DIY suit.
1: Yeah. That one looked I kind of like that a little bit more than the armored one that we had the, the, in the-
0: the one with the big forehead? Yeah, I don't like. That. <laughs> I didn't like the big forehead. Oh, I, did, right. I did not like the big forehead. I, I, you know, it looked like it just didn't fit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know when this is, but it looks really dumb. And then I, and then I, when I started, I, I rewatched it a couple times, and I was like, oh wait, that makes sense. It's Barry talking about when he first became the Flash. Yeah. And everything like that, and he's reminiscing about it, and you know, it's kind of, and it's like him making his first suit mm-hmm. and everything like that, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yes. Yeah. The, the you know a, a terrible suit is, you know, especially for the first one is fine, yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I like the new suit. The new mm-hmm. suit's kind of with the with the like the Tron kind of like <laughs> I like lights. that too, the Tron, yeah. Like the tr- the Tron lights and everything like that. Uh, we didn't exactly we we got to see the back of Keaton's head.
1: Yeah, that was um that was a nice uh nice silhouette. I would say yes, Dave, yeah.
0: Because yeah. I'm I'm assuming what's going to happen is Ben Affleck is going to be in this movie for a grand total of five minutes. Yeah, I, I do not see Ben Affleck being in this movie the entire time. I think we're going to get a majority of Keaton. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Ben Affleck is because I, I feel like it's going to be kind of like the animated movie of uh, Flashpoint. Yeah, where the it's a good one where they're, Barry is fighting with the Justice League. And then, like, you know, things happen. And then, so that way you can kind of see where Barry's at. So it's kind of like him chasing down a villain with Batman. And then after they catch him, and or it's like the reverse flash or whoever it is. And after that, he then decides to go back in time uh, during his experiments. And, you know, he accidentally goes to an alternate universe mm-hmm. and everything else. I am kind of hoping that they do show a Grant Gustin. Right. So I,
1: pay that pay to that back. Pay
0: that back because it does kind of sound like him and uh, Victor are... are experimenting with the speed treadmill. Mm -hmm. It's very much what it kind of sounds like is they've been experimenting with it. And he accidentally got portaled in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that movie. That movie looks awesome. It looks sick.
1: What was your uh, first reaction to seeing... I believe it was the Batcave, the 89, Batman.
0: It was a majority of the Batcave. I mean, because when you think about like Tim Burton's bat cave you didn't see a whole lot not really you saw the bat computer you saw where he kept the suits that was a, there's that was no giant it. dinosaur yeah, there, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of like a corner of the bat cave mm-hmm. i i wouldn't mind seeing this like expanded version of the bat
1: yeah
0: uh not only that but also i i definitely want to see the giant dinosaur yeah i want to see the giant dinosaur i want to see the giant penny mm-hmm. uh just because this is an older batman mm-hmm. and it definitely We've been through looks, more yeah and it looks like he's retired it looks like he hasn't you died. think so Based off of the cobwebs, okay, and, and everything like the, that. The like no,
1: Batmobile was also had the tarp over it. Yeah, so
0: it kind of looks like no one's been down there in a while.
1: Interesting and stuff
0: like that. So I imagine that something had happened, and that's the reason why. You're right, and everything else. Killed I, off actually,
1: too many villains. I guess that Batman okay. kills people.
0: You know what? I wouldn't mind us going full circle and saying that it was the death of Selena Kyle. Mm. If we bring in Birds of Prey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's old, supposed to be the CW show is supposed to be the, in the The Burn old universe.
0: Birds of Prey T V show and then it Batman kind of retires after that because he realizes that I can't be Batman because I put people in danger.
1: Yeah.
0: And stuff like that. And then he had his daughter with Selena Kyle, which mm-hmm. was Helena Kyle, which became Huntress, and stuff like that. And technically that does take place in the new in Batman eighty mm-hmm. universe, the Tim Burton verse. Do you um, think
1: he can move his yeah. neck? <laughs> this time I hope, I hope so i hope so right i hope so Michael
0: I, I really want a damon wayne's uh picture <clears throat> of him inside the back he was supposed to be robin because he was supposed to be robin and he's also robin in the 89 the, comic in the 89 comic yeah i
1: haven't read it but i, it's, I heard that it's,
0: it's pretty good it's pretty yeah? good it's not okay. bad it's pretty good i'm hoping that whatever i'm hoping the reason why they're coming out with the 89 comic is so to explain and give you backstory to the movie. Yeah. Because I think that would be kind of sick if, like, they did stuff inside this 89 comic and then that was in the script of, like, Batman refer- referencing it and kind of going, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Robin died or, you know, I, I you know, Alfred's been dead and blah, 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 blah. Whatever happens inside this comic because I think it's only an issue, like, two or three everything like
1: that. Yeah, yeah, I believe so.
0: So, I mean, and by the time this movie comes out, there should be a lot more of it. There should be at least a good 15 20 yeah. issues of, of the comic book. So we should have a nice little kind of, you know, back a little background about what happened to Batman 89 and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, um, I was also going to say, in that comic, it's the Billy D. Williams Two-Face. So that also takes out a continuity of the Schumacher Batmans. It does, yeah. So that's interesting to know.
0: I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, cool. <laughs> though I did, I, I do like, I do think there's some endearing qualities about Batman uh, Forever, for me.
0: Don't get me wrong. I love Batman Forever. I love to death Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my Good favorite. Good drinking Batman. game, my the, friend. A, oh, that's that's death. You want to turn that into a drinking game? But the I still need you. Oh, that's so bad, um, but I I do feel that Tim Burton, even though Tim Burton, Tim Burton's long said I never read a comic book I you know, I just kind of like saw Batman and then I made I yeah, just got the yes. bare Kevin I got the Smith bare, I got the made bare that bones. pretty clear yeah I got like the bare bones of like what Batman was supposed to be and then I just made him darker and then I just did things yeah and stuff like that and I think that's kind of interesting but also I wouldn't mind seeing you know them I wouldn't mind them referencing you know the Schumacher like I wouldn't mind them kind of saying oh yeah that did happen like Schumacher's things did happen and everything like that but, it was Ke- but instead of it being Kilmer or anything like that, just saying, it was Keaton. <laughs> like, the whole way through, it was
1: Keaton. Yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be weird, though.
0: It would be, yeah. but, I mean, that way you can also, you can kind of fill in some blanks and everything like that. This is an older Batman. He's been through a couple of things, and you can just kind of adopt those stories and put them in there. Okay. And that way you can easily have, like, some supervillains and everything else, and a Robin.
1: Yeah, no, oh, fair enough. I guess, speaking of Batman, what do you think of the Batman Ooh, we're the dead trailer, that trailer, yeah, let's yeah. jump into that because yeah. I I've seen that like on repeat now five or six times. Oh
0: man, like uh, on my phone, I actually have the the Riddler mm. the Riddler poster uh, and everything else. I I'm really digging it. I love the idea of Paul Dano as the Riddler. As the Riddler, he every single the more and yeah. more I see of Paul Dano as the Riddler, I'm like, why are we not done this sooner? Right. Like the Riddler is such a cool villain that really doesn't get a lot of love. He he doesn't get a lot of love, like, in anything. I think in The Batman, the 2004, like, animated series, he got a lot of love. He was in, like, a bunch of episodes. He was, like, this maniacal, like, villain that could, like, you know, manipulate the entire, like, Gotham City and everything like that, and I loved that.
1: Well, that was one of the better parts of that show, which I liked enough, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, um... Some some stuff didn't work for me, but so, some, like,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's the Joker. It's Joker's look.
1: Um, it was just uh, it was like Joker, and then just some other villains.
0: Yeah, some of the, some of their
1: looks, think, yeah.
0: some of their looks don't really work, but some of the stories are really really good. Yeah, and everything else, and I'm looking forward to seeing Paul Dano as this Riddler. I love seeing uh, what was it? Colin Farrell as this, Penguin. Like, penguin, and it's so un like unrecognizable. As, really is as Colin Farrell. Like if you were to look at him and then put picture of Colin Farrell right next to him, you would go, you know, "That's not the same guy."
1: No, that's not, <laughs> a lot of makeup. He was up every morning like at five a.m. Like. Oh, I
0: would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, to make him look like that, and it's the only reason you can tell it's Colin Farrell is because it, it, you can kind of hear his voice cut in. But even even then, like when you're listening to his version of the Penguin, it it doesn't sound like Colin Farrell. Like, it, it, his voice cuts in, like, a little bit on some, like, tonation, where you can go, like, oh, yeah, that does kind of sound like Colin Farrell. But he has, like, this deeper, guttural voice to, that he gave the Penguin, and it just, it sells me. I love it, I yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Even that's, I, I love the, the ending of the trailer where, you know, he's like, yeah, got him, and everything like that, and then, yeah, then the Batmobile comes out of it and everything else. I can't wait to see how cinematic this movie
1: is. Yeah, Solda like cinematography looks so well thought out i love the right. the shot with batman walking and you see it's like a up it's a uh it's a pulls a 180 where it's looking at the his reflection in the in the rain right. puddle and it's just like him just walking and it's just like it's just batman walking <laughs> just batman
0: walking, yeah. <laughs>
1: and it just looks so nice or uh, i love uh, the shot where they're just like shooting him and his like Armor is just reflecting the well, bullets.
0: The the thing I, I I noticed on that one because when I started looking into it, I actually didn't even realize that the same cinematographer from Rogue One is doing the Batman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he just basically went. What about if we had a Vader walks like hallway scene, but with Batman? Well, with Batman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, yeah.
0: And like the only thing we're gonna show is the bullet, like the the gun barrels and everything like that, and Batman just walking through. And I but you can very much see based off of the, like how much they're shooting him, how much they're hitting him, and everything like that, where if you're a criminal and this guy is just kicking the shit out of you mm-hmm. and everything else, you can see that, yes, he's a demon. Like, yeah. like we, we, we put we put clips into him. We, we beat the hell out of him. We hit him with whatever it is. We blew up his car, and this dude is still coming at him. Still coming at us, and I can very much see how the mythos of Batman could get started here. As like this, like boogeyman to the criminal underworld, and I love that. I love it. Matt Reeves
1: can do no wrong. Love his Apes trilogy. His
0: his Apes trilogy is. I mean, he He did two. He did the last two. Yeah, yeah. he did the last two. But I mean, I I really do think it's interesting that Matt Reeves got the James Franco Planet of the Apes because I think that one was Rise or Dawn.
1: He did Dawn, and then he did uh, War. But
0: but I like the fact that he took Rise kinda of saw that there was like a lot of potential in that. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, there's a couple of things that I don't really like. See if Fri- Frank Franco out of there, we don't need him. Yeah. And <laughs> and let's yeah. and let's kind of like m- mould these movies into something that could be epic. Mm-hmm. And he really did kind of take like the best things out of Rise and then really embrace it in Dawn and then really champion it in uh, what was it, and War of the Planet Yeah, Games. no I think so. And I can't wait to see what he does with the Batman. I I'm really hoping that this gets a trilogy, I, I'm looking forward to it and everything like that. I, I was, hope so. I was talking about it earlier, where uh, I thought it would be such a great, such a great ending, would be if like you have this like resolve. Batman has, which I'll beaten the Riddler. He's been able to save Gotham. He now knows that there's a that uh, there's a, a darker force that's in that's in Gotham, and he has to. Because I wouldn't mind if the Court of Owls is like batman specter where he where it it very much just keeps coming up and they're like and he's dealing with them all the time and like they're always kind of like messing with batman or they're always trying to get away with something and he's always trying to like and he sets down like a section of of like the court of owls but like it's 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 bigger yeah it's bigger than him yeah and it's like it's a and it's been around for centuries and how exactly do i kill a cult that's been around for centuries? And everything like that. Uh, but I was saying at the end of the movie, I thought like um, a good way to end the movie, and because you have like this like nice like happy thing of like Batman's won and he got Selena Kyle. Like Selina, like yeah, Zoe
1: Selina. Kravitz looks great as yeah. Catwoman. I'm
0: looking forward to it because it actually looks like there's going to be a reason for him and Selena Kyle to get together. Like there's an actual relationship, not oh, just because okay. in They're all just the, attracted to each other. Yeah, in all yeah. the other Selena Kyle and Batman kind of like things, even in the Nolan verse, like, in Nolan's movies, they just kind of get together. Yeah. Like, there, there's not, like, really an attraction there. There's not really, like...
1: Convenience.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, she looked good in my mom's pearls, so I guess I'll give her the pearls and, right. we'll, and we'll get together. But it looks like there's an actual, like, connection, and they're actually, like, dating, and they actually want to be together and stuff like that. And uh, I was thinking that it would be interesting if he, at the very end, was like, well, I heard the circus is in town." Why don't, like why don't I take the night off and we can go to the circus mm-hmm. and then like it, and then like you just kind of like cut it to black and yeah. you're like oh my god and, like and that's like a nice it's little like a way teaser. it's a nice little teaser and you go like there's gonna be a robin there, there's gonna mm-hmm. be a robin he's going to the circus right now and that's gonna be sick and yeah. that'd be a great way to kind of send people off on out of the movie theater and just going like oh man like I can't wait to the next movie it's gonna be so interesting
1: Meridian do you care for the circus he telling Batman Forever. You have two. T- he says something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's putting like, too
1: much Batman for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good stinger. I think uh, whatever happens, there's going to be some like really interesting stinger at the end of this one, since right. it is the start of something else. Yeah. So, especially
0: since it's going to be its own like trilogy and it's going to be everything like that. Exactly. And, you know, he does take a lot of things from the you Like he has like the Court of Owls, like uh, like stingers on his arms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think that would be really. I I'm just hoping, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. They're pointing towards the Court of Owls being a thing,
1: yeah, a yeah. lot.
0: And I'm I'm hoping that it is like, I I hope he did take that note from James Bond. He was like, "What about if I had an entire organization that was just against Batman?"
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a whole new slate, a whole new Batman, and man this is the best best scenario for it too,
0: right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So I think that pretty much covers DC fandom. We were just excited watching it. And we have something else exciting to announce.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yes, so in December, LA Comic Con has approved us for a panel for Servant of Comics. So yes, we're excited yes. to announce that. We're looking to um, have it on, they haven't given us the time yet, so it's still tentative. That's Sunday, December 5th, because it goes December 3rd to the 5th. So
0: that's going to be interesting because that's also my birthday. Oh, okay. So we're having yeah. a panel on my birthday. So yeah. if, I'm, if I'm walking in with a crown, you know what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so please look forward to more announcements and um, information on all our socials coming up for that date.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the panel's going to be really sick. We have a couple. We have a line on a couple of guests that might be joining us. Yeah. On still panel. tentative. They're still tentative. Uh, we're still trying to make sure that we can kind of get all that done. But uh, everything's looking positive, everything's looking great. We are, you know, I can't wait to go to the show again. I can't wait to be at a con again.
1: Yeah, me too. That,
0: that's gonna be something that's gonna be really sick. I'm wondering uh, with COVID and everything like that, how that's gonna work out. Yeah, but, just keep your
1: mask on, or just get vaccinated. Yeah, just
0: get vaccinated. <laughs> you know, before going, I'm almost positive that we're gonna have to show vaccination cards. I'm yeah, ninety like
1: percent. Sure. Yeah, for sure. But get that booster too.
0: Yeah, get the booster. Do whatever you guys gotta do. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun and everything like that. I can't wait to be at the con again, and I hope you guys are excited for that yeah. too. Um,
1: take a yeah, take a short break.
0: Yeah, we can do a short break real quick. We're gonna we're gonna do a short break. We'll and then when we come back, we'll do we'll get back into a little more Batman talk, but for Batman the animated series. And we're gonna go into our next two episodes, which was the Two Face episodes. Yes. So after this, we'll come. We'll be right back. And we're back, everybody. Here we are gonna finally talk about. One of my, two of my favorite episodes inside of the Batman, the animated series, and that is the Chronicles of the, two, of the Two-Face, his rise, uh, his rise and fall, yep. if you would. And I love these episodes. They are by far some of the great episodes. I mean, they, Bruce Tim did an amazing job. He, uh, it, he really did do this whole thing of selling uh, Hardy Dent. They did it in the very beginning because I think Harvey Dent shows up. What? He shows up a couple of times. A few times, the yeah. Series.
1: They really established him they, as they, a person before. Yeah, they
0: established him as a person. They established him that he kind of has a, a weird quirk and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. he, he can't really. He's, he gets angry super easy. He doesn't really know how to control it and everything else. And uh, you can kind of see that there is a little bit of darkness inside of him. Not only that, but also they do a really good job showing you that. Two Face and uh, I mean Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne are friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They 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 talk. They have dinner together. They go out. You know, they, there's yeah. there's a lot of moments they're bros. where they're friends. They're mm-hmm. definitely friends, and it and it I feel like that makes this so much harder.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a real tragedy. the The arc of these two characters it shows their full relationship, and Absolutely, then yeah. when Two Face finally turns into excuse me, Harvey finally turns into Two Face. It's it's a, it's a very potent scene, and, you know, especially that this is, probably said this before, it's a kid show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a
1: kid show, and it's just this full-blown yeah. uh, dramatic moment. Maybe it was traumatizing for kids. I don't know, but,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know that when uh, when I was re-watching it, uh, you, you very much get the, like, monster movie vibes.
1: Because mm-hmm. Big Bad Harden first. Yeah, because he's
0: Big Bad Harv. Yeah, he hasn't become Two-Face yet. Um, but I But you get that monster vibe when he's in the hospital. Um, and his, uh, his fiance, um, I'm forgetting her name right He has
1: now. like two, I forgot, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a specific
0: fiance that he has inside of this episode, I can't remember her name right now. But the, uh, the thing of when she comes to visit him and she sees his face for the first time, because throughout the entire episode his face is bandaged, his entire face is bandaged up and you can't really see it. And then when you finally get that moment of seeing his entire, like, melted skin, And, like, she just kind of, like, runs away. And, like, that puts him... That deepens his psychosis. Of, like, no one will ever love me. No one will, like, I'm a monster now. Mm -hmm. And then for him to fully embrace that... Well, there's only two sides of everything. It's either good or it's evil. And, you know, the the two sides of justice. And I think that's so interesting. It's so cool. And I love it so much.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of philosophy, I guess, in this episode. It's not... Just gimmicky of like, yeah, you know, heads tails.
0: Yeah, he really does go into the philosophy of why he's flipping his coin on how uh, you know it very much uh, reminded me of the scene in The Dark Knight where he's uh, what was it where you know he's talking about you know the death of Rachel and he's saying that it was a it was a fifty fifty chance and you know you guys are gonna have the same chance that they that she did and everything like that because I. I always thought it was really weird that he just had this weird psychosis where he just flipped a coin and he had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Whereas, instead, it's more of like, you have a 50-50 chance of surviving, you have a 50-50 chance of dying. And I, I really do like this uh, that mentality and everything like that. I'm really curious in how exactly they got away with the guns. Because he, 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 he whips a gun out a couple of times. Yeah, well, they have guns on the enemy, too. They do, but they're always, like, Tommy guns and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because if you've seen a couple of, like, the documentaries, they said that the reason why they used Tommy guns is because it was hard to replicate for kids. Yeah. Like, kids would have a hard time trying to replicate a Tommy gun and uh, and everything else, and I think that was, uh, mm-hmm. and so the fact that they actually just showed Harvey Dent pulling out a pistol, like, yeah, you know, pistol whipping a kid, <laughs> yeah. pistol whipping people, like, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I really liked this episode. This episode, these episodes are uh, great. Um, something I've been saying, especially for like, uh, mm-hmm. what if and
1: uh, oh, have you dude, been watching them? I hated yeah. it. Oh, uh, <laughs> don't tell Brandon.
0: <laughs> I Disliked it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I. Yeah. I know. Unfortunately, we did have Brandon on, and Brandon, you know, is was a animator on What If. I loved that If he's listening. <laughs> if, if he's listening, I enjoyed some of it. Yeah. I Didn't enjoy all of it. Fair um, sure enough, but I feel like what the problem with what if is the thing that they did with Batman the animated series and also what Bruce Tim did a lot for a lot of like the DC animated si- stuff of they stretched it because the this tale of Harvey Dent they could have put it in a 20 minute episode and like just rushed it and not really given you a whole lot to go with but instead they stretched it out to forty five minutes almost an hour
1: mm-hmm.
0: and They really went in depth and had those moments of like pure, like, of you dealing with Harvey's turn, dealing with Harvey's grief, dealing with, you know, Bruce's grief over what happened to Harvey, the fact that he couldn't save his best friend. And it really does pack in that emotion, it packs in what batman and bruce and harvey and everybody else is going through in gotham and that's what makes this episode so impactful yeah whereas like in stuff that's coming out now like uh what was it like what if where it kind of feels like well we have we only have 20 minutes so we yeah. have to get this done. Yeah. Like, start, middle, end. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, you know... Uh, if people have to make really dumb decisions, then they're going to have to make really dumb decisions in order to get to our ending. Right,
1: right. <laughs> and yeah, so this became like a that. What If episode. <laughs> huh? I was like, man, when went into uh, bashing on What If. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry.
0: It's not that I like bashing on What If. Because I know a lot of people like What If. Mm-hmm. It's that there is so much better <laughs> animated TV... For sure. That, and especially in the DC universe, uh, because I, I, I know that inside the Marvel uh, cartoons and also in their movies, I don't know what it is with uh, with them, but they've always kind of gone with, well, make the characters do whatever it needs to be for the story. You know, if they have to make bad decisions or they have to do things that are very uncharacteristic of those characters, so be it, as long as the story is good. Yeah, the only problem is that when a character does really dumb things or does something that's uncharacteristic of that character, it kind of pulls you out of it and you go, like, why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas for, like, a DC, for like a DC animated, uh, which a TV show or a movie, a lot of the times they try to manipulate the story to fit what the characters would do. They try to best fit whatever story they're telling to, like, what exactly robin or batman or you know aqualad or something like that they really go like this is what the character is what what what, what would he do in this rant and in, in right. this one what would make sense and that's what makes those things more enjoyable they're, they're more entertaining they're more fun and they're a little bit deeper
1: yeah
0: and everything else and i feel like that's the one thing that they were missing from what if i honestly if you were to make one if 45 minutes instead of a 20 minute thing i think i'd love what if
1: yeah, but, but to back to Batman. <laughs> but um no, no, I mean no, I mean that's those are good criticisms for sure. But yeah, no no, I was just enjoying the uh just kind of weirdness of the show. I mean, I always liked those comics, I was partial to it. I don't think it's the best show. But I don't know, it was interesting to Still see. Batman, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> back to Batman. Back to Batman. <sighs> I I was really enjoying this arc because it feels so adult. It feels very well written. It's a very strong two two episodes. Um, especially the second episode after the the acid falls on his face and right. just seeing uh Batman uh, react to uh to Harvey is just you know you feel you feel for Batman because I think um for Batman especially in the animated series he does have Alfred he does have Gordon but he's kind of a loner and he only has a few uh, selected people in a circle and you could definitely see that Harvey was one of them so it's just yeah it was just just tragic and um, I think all the voice acting everyone does such an amazing job Kevin Conroy too he gives us like I think he does this, uh, you know, this reaction where it's like Harvey, and then he's like, you just you kind of feel the the tear in his voice.
0: It's actually really interesting because if you listen to it, because I rewatched it uh, again after I had seen it, because I was like, oh wait, that that's interesting. You can actually hear in Kevin Connor his voice where he goes from the Batman Harvey to the Bruce Harvey. to his
1: Bruce, yeah, to his
0: Bruce, and he, he modulates his voice, kind of seeing that seeing his friend hurt has broken him out of that batman persona yeah he's now talking as bruce wayne mm-hmm. and
1: it's interesting it's man. so
0: interesting because it, it tells you it, it tells you so much about the character without telling you about
1: yeah. the character. <laughs> and correct me if i'm wrong i believe it has ed asner as uh rupert thorne right yes okay that was um that was a little sad to see. He does such a good job. He he was a great voice actor, but I love his uh, villain characters too.
0: Yes, he does uh, an amazing job. I I I mean, everybody does an amazing job in this. R.I.P. Um, Ed Asner. Yeah, I I I'm so looking forward to seeing what exactly they do. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, which are the the Cape Crusader because it is Bruce Tim. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, that, um, that was really said. DC fandom, and he was even saying, I wanted to. Feel like Batman the Animated Series, you know, with that forever nineteen forties vibe mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing yes. how exactly Tim Bruce Tim can kind of modulate this and kind of reuse these characters and show how show show the same things that he did inside the Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, how, so, overall, how would you like the episode?
1: I think this is one of the stronger episodes of Batman the Animated Series. I think we say that every week. I know, I, think I know.
0: we say that every, every month. We say the a bad busy. episode. No, there probably is. We'll end up <laughs> but I, this, I think... I don't think, I don't think I, 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 in any of these episodes, we always go, well, that was the best episode. Yeah. Well, no, 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 this was the best
1: episode. This was the best episode, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, I was, um, I was just, I thought it was just so well done, and just rewatching this as an adult has uh, just really informed me of some writing decisions, so kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh it really does kind of show you how exactly to grow characters, how to show them as uh people you know, people and uh really get into their psyche, even mm-hmm. for an animated show and everything yeah. else, you know, a are, more you know. Yeah, and they, they did one hell of a job on this series. I mean, there's a reason why it's you know, it's probably classified as one like one of the best Batman or and or, you know, D C comic book You know, animated series and everything like that, but it's because it can stand the test of time. Exactly, Uh, and everything else. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, coming up next. What's the What are the next two episodes?
1: Next two episodes are Fear of Failure. Okay, the Robin one, and then my mind's escaping me on the next one. (laughs) But but yeah, we'll uh, cover those too. Um, I was also going to add. Before we wrap up, we got some time here. Nick, is there anything you're watching or uh, reading you want to recommend?
0: I actually just picked up Batman the Impostor. I picked it up. Oh, okay. I, picked, I picked it up yesterday. I haven't gotten a chance to read it, but uh, the main thing that made me sorry, my mic. My I'm sorry. Technical been difficulties. Yeah, my mic's been all weird today. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: But the Batman the Imposter. I mean, I picked up both. I picked up the variant comic and also uh, the normal one. Yeah. Um. Primarily because I saw it at DC Fan. <laughs> I saw okay. people. I saw people wearing the the shirt and everything like that, and I was like, "That sounds like a really interesting comic. I should probably pick that up and see what's going on with it." Um, that uh, by far, I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm looking forward to seeing how it is. Um, but besides that, uh, Young Justice, I'm gonna be watching today. Yes,
1: me too. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I also checked out the uh, Bat. I also checked out Batman: The Law Halloween.
1: Okay, recently, well, as we have right
0: here, as we have that right <laughs> there, because I uh, I know how to you know transition into
1: things yeah <laughs> yeah um i thought that was a pretty good um animated movie it was nice it was in two parts and again about 2 Face, so pretty appropriate uh,
0: exactly yeah the uh batman the animated uh batman the long halloween it was really good uh i'm looking forward to the deluxe edition of just kind of seeing it as one solid movie instead of chopped up
1: nick has um, a very uh very well put together uh blu-ray collection i do yeah.
0: i do i do my, my batman blu-ray collection is amazing yeah uh, i i do have the nolan box set the the white one that you
1: know, oh that's 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 a lovely one i love, uh, yeah, all the, one the special that came features with, like
0: tumbler. With, it came with, like, to, with, like tumblr and worth
1: and, and the pod and everything
0: yeah. like that yeah if you can still find i actually noticed that you can't they don't have that one anymore
1: i it's think it's a it,
0: smaller version yeah where it's just the blue where it's just the blu-rays it doesn't have like the art book inside or the letter from uh nolan in it and i thought uh, that's a shame
1: brilliant really because that's
0: it's so cool when you open it up and it's like a full like it's a full like like art book yeah everything else of like what exactly they went through and how exactly they came up with the ideas and stuff like that and yeah totally totally worth getting uh, including like the old Schumacher blu-rays and everything like that um, yeah like I I have a huge wall <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, listeners will have to check that out yeah um, I was just gonna go for to bat um, for for comics Um because we finished Strange Adventures by Tom King, which had a, I wouldn't say it was a lackluster ending, but it was a little, kind of just ended, but mm-hmm. um, probably it was probably better as a graphic novel. Right, right. Probably Tom King. And then just been watching um, What If, which I enjoyed, but uh, just going off of that, um, and this is not a comic book, but uh, ha- the Mid- excuse me, Midnight Mass by Mike Flanagan, I think is. Okay, how was that? that? It is, uh, it's it's really well written, um, it's addicting, um, it's Mike Flanagan, so I just enjoy his writing, so I'd recommend that as we're approaching, uh, the spooky season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely recommend anything that's spooky this season, uh, and everything else, uh, you know, go check those out, uh, make sure that we go, that we're going to our local comic book store, you Mm -hmm. know, make friends with them, they are very nice, they are you. Yeah, I love UnderCity.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, yeah.
0: I still go there. Yeah, is a, a great place to go. I go there all the time. I shoot there all the time with another podcast. But uh, also, you know, whatever local comic book store is closest to you, go check them out because, you know, they're there all day and maybe they can introduce you to some comic books that you didn't even realize you might be interested in. Exactly, yeah. And stuff like that, uh, even back issues or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, sometimes those algorithms aren't... Comp- Hundred percent, yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> and everything else. But yeah, go to your local comic book store. Go check out some comics. Uh, go see what exactly you can get. And you know, if you go into a comic book store, pick something up. Yeah, you know, even yeah. if it's a four dollar comic, pick something up. Yeah, they, they 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 work hard and they they deserve your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very uh, very
1: capitalistic, but no, I mean uh, you know just open your mind <laughs> to uh, new new things. So Absolutely. I love comics. Yeah. I guess that's it, wrapping it up.
0: Yeah, that would be wrapping it up. So once again, like we were saying before, we are going to be coming out uh, pretty soon with an announcement on uh, where exactly our show is going to be at LA Comic Con, uh, what day and what time and everything like that, uh, what exactly we're going to be talking about. I feel like we should keep that as a secret until then, uh, until we can get our cast of of panel together and make sure that that's settled. But I think that that would be uh, what was it? So stay tuned for that. We'll be posting it on our Instagram, Facebook, everything we possibly can. Uh, everything else. Uh, also, if you there was anything else, uh, make sure that you're subscribing, hitting the button, and uh, make sure that you like and comment. You know, tell us what tell us whether or not you liked Batman: The Animated Series. Uh, the Two Face episodes. Did you like it? Did you disagree with what we were saying about it? Do you think that they're good or are they bad?
1: Yeah, yeah. Please else? do. Um, Nick, where can people find you?
0: You can find me on uh, at Nick Valero on Instagram. You can also find me on Keeping Up with the Nerds on uh, Podbean Instagram, uh, Podbean Facebook, and also YouTube.
1: Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram G nine eight nine two. You can follow Serving Up Comics at Serving Up Comics on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We've been professionally unprofessional.